Welcome to the 230th episode of the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast, the weekly quiz cast where two professional quiz masters talk about how to write and host great pub trivia, as well as quizzing each other and our guests on our favorite questions of the week. My name is Quizmaster Lee, and as usual, I'm joined by fellow master of the quiz, Mark Davis. Hello, Lee. How are you? Doing very well. How are you doing? Doing very well. I was sick. As sick as a dog, they say. Oh, I don't yeah? know why if dogs usually get sick. I hear I've always heard have you. sicker than a dog. Oh. Even more sick I've, than a dog would be. <clears throat> Damn. I guess dogs get sick. Dry noses and whatnot. You know um, our, our so friend yeah. Hank Scott Martin, right? I do. Henry Scott Martin, yes, mm-hmm. the the eighth. He uh we were in math class together and I remember whenever he was absent he would bring in a uh like a sick note, you know, and our, our math teacher would look at him and go, Oh, you're sick, huh? Sicker than a dog. Oh, that's, Sicker than yeah. a dog. And then he would shake his head and <clears throat> sign the note. And he did that School. every time. <laughs> School's so weird. <laughs> I hated it. Anyways. Yeah. Don't blame you. I tried you. to uh I tried to take a little shortcut this r- week with my uh quiz writing. Oh and, yeah? Yep. I tried out a little AI writing. How are the hands? Have you heard this uh chat GTP? No. This is uh part of the open AI project uh that includes the Dolly art generating AI, but this is their uh their chat bot that they have and uh I thought, why not see what's going on there? See if it could write me some trivia questions. And uh, yeah, you want to talk about adding like extra fingers to the AI art. That's that's what it was doing to these uh, trivia questions as well. It was everything (laughs) that we say not to do. There was even one that had like the answer of the question in the question. uh, Very glittery. It was like, uh, uh, what was the question? I don't know. The question was, what is the name of the iconic tree of life located at the center of Disney's animal kingdom? And the answer is tree of life. So it put the answer in the question. (laughs) Great. I don't know that AI writing is is ready for prime time. I will say I even I I had the idea after I kind of generated a couple of these. Like, I'll pick one or two out and I'll throw those in my quiz and see if see if anybody notices and uh, yes, they did, because, again, one of the details was wrong. One of the qualifiers in the question was wrong, so it caused a whole uh, kerfuffle at my trivia. I, I would not recommend this, but if you if you are going to go down this route, definitely uh, double-check the veracity of all the questions that it writes. Maybe even triple-check. Yeah, I should have. I did double-check, and I was still wrong. So you're right. Triple-checking mm. is uh, the way to go. Triples is best. Yeah, <laughs> triples, <laughs> triples of the Nova. I'm so glad you're finally coming around to have watched this because you see how quotable it is. If you don't know, that's from I think you should leave. Just hands down, one of the best shows on Netflix. If you like sketch comedy, yes. I mean, <clears throat> I would put him up there with the. Uh, I know before we've talked about Nathan Fielder. I I might put Tim Robinson up there. Um, I would. He's he's oh boy some good stuff triple triples is best (laughs) (laughs) yeah go watch that we'll put a link to that sketch in the show notes that's one of the better ones in my opinion i I love that sketch but uh it's beautiful and she's dying (laughs) (laughs) um Uh, we're here to talk about trivia of course so so before we get into today's quiz how about we go over our weekly wrap-up please can we 
On Wednesday last week, we had quiz number 472 at Pointy Bell Brewing Company, which started with Atomic County and Six Maids Lang, establishing a tie for the lead position in round one, before Body by Pastrami passed both teams up in round two, holding the lead until the very end, finishing in first place with 116 points, Team Yikes in second place with 108 points, and Atomic County in third with 107 points, only a one point difference between second and third place. And I did go back and double check the answers. I should have triple checked, but I want to make sure that triples point value is best. best. Triples is best. Quiz number 473 at Ollie's Pub kicked off with Here for the Beer, leading the room in round one before, as you wish, pulled ahead in rounds two and three, with ending the quiz with 112 points. Lobo Solo in second with 93 points. That would be mm. Tom from Cool Comics, Lobo Solo. And he destroyed it as a solo player. I mean, you love to see it. Somebody just coming in all on their own and standing toe to toe with some of our best teams. Peanut the Dog in third place with 60 points that night. Mark, how did your teams do at Nice Guys Pizza Trivia this week? They did well. Uh, first round saw a tie uh, between I Got Nothing. And Captain Mike and the Sunshine Band Dum Dums with 14 points. Captain Mike and the Sunshine Band Dum Dums winning the tiebreaker, adding one point to their score. The second round went to I Got Nothing with 28. Keith, um, who I've played music with and has also been on the, um, I don't know if he was playing on the Peanut, the dog team. He um, wasn't there this week, but he is a uh, regular member. Um, so, uh, that happened. Uh, and then in third place, I'm sorry, the third round, uh, went to Captain Mike and the Sunshine Band Dum Dums. Um, wait a minute. How is this? Hold on. Somebody won though. Yeah. Well, I'll just say Captain Mike and the Sunshine Band Dum Dums, uh, winning the, uh, third and final round with 42 points. It was, oh no, I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. It's all good. That's what happened. The final round went to R- Ronald Reagan's grave as a gender-neutral bathroom. Ah. This is what happened with 43 po- or 44 points, winning by one point. Captain Mike and the Sunshine Band Dum Dums. It was Captain Mike's birthday. That is why I remember him so vividly. Mm. He did not win the final round. Um, Damn, lost by a point on his birthday. So big time bummer there. Brutal. I also want to mention Mike and Abby came out past uh, past uh, guests on the show um, with their fan with their friend and uh, sunshine. Jesus, <sighs> now I can't talk. Rubbing off. I can. <laughs> yeah, you can rub off on me. Mike and Abby came out um, past guests with their friend and fan of the show Sarah Ritz. Mm-hmm. Um, who is so visiting Sarah's from in the before? other coast. She has, yes. Yeah. That's why I mentioned fan of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, wonderful human being. Um, does a lot of great pottery stuff. Also came up with a, a word that she's been waiting to tell me about. Um, so she was talking about when you were trying to work on an answer with people and you're sussing and you get it. That is successful. <laughs> it is when you have a successful sus. That's good. And I like so that. I, I told her that I would mention it on the show. I thought it was a great, um, you know, a great uh, 
combining of those words. And um, yeah, I think that more people should use it. Great success. Yeah. Well, I hope that we are both successful this episode and we want to pass it on to our trivia teams that play every week with us in person. If you missed it and you'd like to join us for trivia soon, Wednesdays we're live at Pointy Bell Brewing Company in Fort Myers, Florida for a no-nonsense trivia challenge based on your category requests. Please join us for your opportunity to win some free beer and bonus prizes and to suggest categories for next week's quiz and to enjoy tasty, tasty food by our weekly food vendor. Come play our weekly quiz at Pointy Bell Brewing Company starting at 7.30 p.m. every Wednesday. Thursdays, we're in Cape Coral at Ollie's Pub, also at 7.30 p.m. We hope you can join us then for opportunities to win Ollie's gift cards, which can be spent on records, beers, T-shirts, comic books, and more. You can also suggest categories for each week's quiz at Ollie's Pub every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. And of course, every week in Cape Coral, you can play Mark's Trivia on Wednesdays at Nice Guys Pizza or on Zoom starting at 8 p.m. For a link to the Zoom meeting, just check the show notes for that. And please don't forget to follow No Nonsense Trivia on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. And join us on our Discord server to stay updated on all of our podcasts, streams, and events. Join us, won't you? That might be the best one we've had in a while. We uh, we kept it simple, and I think that worked out for kiss. us. Keep it simple, <laughs> stupid. Give us a kiss. <clears throat> Give us a kiss. We mentioned our Discord. We actually have some folks uh, listening in on Discord right now. Uh, we're trying something new out, maybe a little preview. You can listen to the, the uh, recording session on our Discord. In the future, if we if we keep doing this, it will probably be uh, limited to patrons. But yep. we are uh, we're testing it out right now, so we'll let you know how that goes. We're gonna get some feedback from our audience there and uh, see what's going on. Yeah, curious to know um, if people are bored, <laughs> if people don't listen to the episode because uh, they already know the answers. It'll be uh, and and you know the there's there's no laughter, there's no music. It's it's very no soundboard. Yeah, no soundboard. <laughs> Everything is very pared down. So curious to know their feedback. All right, let's take a little break, and then we'll come right back into our first round of trivia questions. And we're back. All right. I am going first here for you, uh, Lee. I got a question. In Canadian football recently, the Argonauts defeated the Blue Bombers to win the Grey Cup. What city, the capital and largest in Manitoba, do the Blue Bombers call home? Right out of the gate with a geography hint. Like, that's <clears throat> going to help me. The capital well, of Manitoba? Mm-hmm. And the largest city in Manitoba. I feel like we've done this. We've kicked this Canadian shit around for a long time. You know what I'm going to start doing instead of uh, streaming Fortnite on my Twitch channel? Is I'm going to stream nightly geography practice. 
That's probably a really good idea. I would join you for that. I will probably. I, I'm serious. I've been I've been kicking around that idea, and this question might be the thing that tips me over the edge here because I have no idea. I don't know Canadian football, and I don't know Manitoba. So Damn. I'm just gonna have to Manitoba. Uh, guess here. It's not Toronto. It's not Windsor. We just went over that. It's uh. What's the team name again you were looking for? The Argonauts? Uh, the Blue Bombers. Oh, the Blue Bombers. Okay. Um, the Argonauts not- won. Mm. I'm, I'm, I was going to say like Winnipeg, but I don't think it's Winnipeg. Um, something that is coming to mind is Saskatchewan. I hope I'm saying that right. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. I'll help you out with that. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. I'm not sure if that's a region or a province in, in and of itself. The Saskatchewan Blue Bombers. Boy, that's a mouthful. I don't know. Maybe you should just go with the answer I know is definitely a city. That's probably the better uh, option here. Uh, I'll go with Winnipeg. Winnipeg is correct. <laughs> there you I mean, go. I totally knew that. I'm a perfect geography master. <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't guess. The Argonauts hail from Toronto. The Blue Bombers from Winnipeg. I must Way have heard go. that team name somewhere before. Mm, maybe. Something that's a dusty file in my mind palace. <laughs> it's way back there. 2000s reality television. Really? <laughs> hey, you messed up on the intro of Lyrics to Go oh. this week, and nobody in the room corrected you. <laughs> I was surprised you. no one said anything. You give it to me Listening every little chance it. you get. And I, I am know. drinking wine right now, so I'm going to blame it on the wine. And I have a cold. It's a cool combo. Blame it on the wine. 2000s reality TV. <laughs> which playboy playmate had her own e-series in 2004 following the court battle over her dead elderly billionaire husband's money her son lawyer assistant and her dog sugar pie i i i mean i um i'm pretty sure man yeah she married that crusty ass old dude oh he was very she was like she was like it's love and i was like "Hmm." i try not to tell people who they do and don't love but i believe it was anna nicole smith that's absolutely correct yes that was a uh not only a successful show but uh the trial over her uh uh husband's money kind of uh, bled out into the rest of the family and which was much publicized seeing Anna Nicole Smith uh, teaming up with a, uh, another <clears throat> son of the billionaire who was like written out of the will. So cool. he had kind of like a uh, strange bedfellow, so to speak. Yeah. I don't like that going against the other, the other family members. Well, you never know. She married that- the dad looking at the son. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's way closer to my age. <laughs> you know, you remind me of, <laughs> Here's your second question in the first round. What name for a temple derives from the ancient Greek meaning to all gods? 
Hmm. One more time. What name for a temple derives from the ancient Greek meaning to all gods? I have to imagine if, if we're talking about ancient Greece and uh, a temple to the gods, all of the gods, it's got to be uh, the pantheon. You've got pan meaning all and the theon being, you know, religious theology. Theon yeah, I'm, I'm going with pantheon. Pantheon is correct. Yes. Great job. Thank you. My next category for you, Mark, famous farts oh. for four points. <laughs> Did you know that I got a, uh, a referral in middle school for farting? No, I did not. There's a famous fart. Well, I mean, you got a referral. You got in trouble for farting. I got sent to the principal for farting. That sounds all right. Well, first of all, there's no doubt in my mind that you were very proud of yourself for this fart when you when you made it. But I'm sure you didn't play it off that way. I'm sure you were like, I just had to fart. But I don't think they should be able to write you up for farting. Felt a little weird. Huh? It felt a little weird. To get written up? Or the fart itself? For farting. Oh, yeah. yeah. For, you're written up for farting? Yeah, I mean, it, like, what'd you get? did you get written up for, like, causing a disturbance? Or was it like, he farted? <laughs> <laughs> it just said farting. I wish I still, I might still have the, uh, the referral somewhere. I'm not oh, sure. You got to see if you can find it, if you, if you got it, but <clears throat> I, actually I would saw the sue, honestly, <laughs> this day and age, that's a suable offense. No, I mean, it's your right. You, you can't be holding that gas in. That's dangerous for you. I'm telling you, let your fart flag fly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a mouthful. All right. Famous farts, famous farts. What 1993 movie stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, whose character contains a dead mobster fart bomb by dropping the corpse in a tar pit? What 1993 movie stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, whose character contains a dead mobster fart bomb by dropping the corpse in a tar pit? It's a bit of a plot detail question here from this movie. 93... Mm-hmm. Dead mobster fart bomb. Yep. So he, he doesn't know that he has this fart bomb. No, he does. He's actually the only one that knows that this, uh, this fart has been this deadly toxic fart has been implanted in uh, dead mobsters corpse at the funeral. And, uh, he goes and grabs the mobster he starts running with him. Everybody's like, what are you doing? You know, because it's a funeral. Like, <laughs> it seems, Sound, seems pretty disrespectful. Has that, a big fart. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't he doesn't know what to do with this mobster. So he uh, of course, it's Los Angeles. I'm presuming there's a tar pit nearby. La Brea. He, yeah, of course. He throws the mobster into the tar pit. A giant fart bubble comes out of the tar. His eyes get wide, and then it slowly shrinks. It doesn't explode. He saves the day. I'm going to say last action hero. That's correct. <laughs> I did not know that for sure, but from well what done. I knew of that movie, uh, it had to be that fucking crazy shit. A little farcical. <clears throat> A little fartsicle. There you go. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. 
Here's your last question for the first round. In what European city would you find the Book of Kells? In what European city would you find the Book of Kells? I think it's uh, Scottish, so I'm going to say Edinburgh. Sorry, that's incorrect. Mm. It is Dublin. Mm, Irish. (laughs) Yes, I actually had the pleasure of going there with Mikey J, Mm -hmm. supporter on Patreon. Um, We went to Dublin and uh, got to go to the Book of Kells, and it was uh, amazing. That's the most valuable capital city in the world. Dude, every day it's Dublin. Jesus Christ. I'm not even going to say anything now. Mm. I was going right. to talk about my trip, but I'm just <laughs> immediately too tired. Let me, let me just give you my last question of the round. Then let's get uh, the hell out of here. It's a snakes questions. <laughs> snakes. I did that when I was uh, reading this question and I saw like uh, one of my players like shiver and she, she's like, that's like nails on a chalkboard to me. The snake noise. And I was like, sorry. <laughs> Oops. Only to be found naturally in Southern Asia. What is the longest venomous snake in the world on average and whose diet primarily consists of lesser snakes? I have no idea. Um, the longest venomous snake in the world on average. Yeah. Um, I thought that shit would be in Australia. Australia. Long snakes. Um, they got all kinds of snakes. The old ones. Poisonous ones. Longer ones. Thick ones. <laughs> um. <clears throat> well, I don't know. I, I just, I don't even know where to start. I will say, what's the name of a venomous snake? Southern uh, Asia. Black Mamba. No. Well, no. I believe that's an African snake. Whatever. Not sure, but... um, It sounds African and probably is. The King Cobra. Oh, mm-hmm. the old King Cobra. Yeah, diet primarily consists of uh, lesser snakes. Man, that's why they call it King, huh? Mm-hmm. That motherfucker is fucking... Snakest. Yum, yum, yum. That's All right. <laughs> so that is, uh, I think that's three, three, and three. the occasional S sounds. <laughs> yeah. That puts us at three and three. That's true. All right. Let's take a little break and then uh, we'll come back with some missed corrections and a uh, oh. second section of our quiz. Okay. back and it's time for some missed corrections what do we got here uh wayne and garth are in milwaukee to see alice cooper not aerosmith i messed that up um probably the double a getting me confused but also aerosmith was in the second movie 
uh, Alice Cooper in the the first one there. So a little detail there, and uh, Greenland, part of North America, not Europe. So I don't even know why I guess that, but just wanted to clarify. Uh, our listeners were very kind to not point that out to me. Am I wrong? I I don't I don't know. It's closer uh, to North America. Well, yeah, but it seems pretty European. What the hell do I know? Don't ask me. Greenland is an island country in North America that is part of the kingdom of Denmark. So I would say that's a North mm. American country, even if it has a European administration. Okay. Hey, go off King. So I'm, I'm, I'm standing by that. Sure. You have any miscorrections or no notes? No, I didn't collect any. Okay. If you'd like to write us with a missed correction, a rate, my question, or even just a little no note, you can write to us at no nonsense, trivia, gmail.com. Call us at one nine, two, nine, three, five, six, six, nine, six, six, or find us on social media. And if you've yet to do so, please take a moment to review and rate our show on Apple Podchaser, good pod, Spotify, and wherever else you might find our show available for rating or review. We have not had a uh, review on Apple podcasts in over a month now. Yeah. What the absolute shit is that about? So can someone step up and rate and review our show on Apple, please? I would really, really like it if someone actually did that. And maybe if you're listening right now and you've not done that, uh, you can do that now. Hmm? It's your time. It's your time to shine. We'll probably read it on the show because we'll be so excited to get a review after a month. (laughs) Seriously, please. Mark, before we get into our second round of trivia, do you want to hear some best worst answers from this past week? I'd love to. Well, we did an audio round at uh, Pointy Bell last week, and it was identifying the uh, the 80s song. You're familiar with Paul Simon's song, Call Me Out, aren't you? <laughs> you can oh. call me out. It's like when you've done something messed up, and uh, your, your partner, you can tell that they're upset with you, but they're not saying anything. And you want to reassure them it's okay to call you out. Maybe send them that yeah, song. It's like a combination between uh, call me Al and take me out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? We had a question. What is the meaning of the Latin phrase invito veritas? Do you know that one, Mark? Invito veritas. Um, invito. Hey, Vito. Hey. Uh, no, I don't. Well, it stands for uh, suck me sideways in trust. <laughs> Perfect. No, it's actually in wine there's truth or something along those oh. lines. Saying like, you know, uh, glass of wine speaks a sober mind. Something along those lines. Got it, got it, got it. We had a medical question. A DEXA scan is a medical procedure that focuses on what in the human body? What is it called again? A DEXA scan. D-E-X-A. Focuses on what in the human body? This is a medical procedure. Um, I don't know. Uh, the uh, li- Like the tent ligaments? No. A medical professional might think that the answer is a bone scan. But the correct answer is your mom's kidneys. <laughs> Good. And finally, what is the name of the popular Disney restaurant that is located inside Cinderella's castle? 
and offers guests a unique dining experience inside the castle itself. Uh, I, I don't know. A Disney freak might recognize Cinderella's royal table as the correct answer, but that is incorrect. The correct answer is actually Olaf's Frozen Carrot Dick Cafe. <laughs> Perfect. Delicious. I would also accept uh, Prince Charmy's as a best worst answer here. <laughs> Prince Charmy's is good. Now, this was actually the question that I had the AI write. It was, uh, oh, what okay. is the name of the popular Disney restaurant that is located inside Cinderella's castle and offers guests a unique dining experience in the castle itself? I cleaned that up a little bit. The original AI written question was, what is the name of the popular Disney restaurant that is located inside Sleeping Beauty Castle? Now, okay. that is the wrong castle. Cinderella's Royal Tables <laughs> in Cinderella Castle in Disney World Orlando. Duh. Sleeping Beauty Castle is the name of the castle that is out in California at Disneyland. So when I read this, I thought I double checked it and I was like, yeah, I guess they got Cinderella's Royal Castle out in Disneyland in California, too. So I even got on the mic and said, I know this sounds weird, but it's there. And then uh, after I after I tallied up the points, uh, there were a couple angry teams that got it. So I did do some point mitigation. You know, if uh, teams had written down the wrong answer and there was some clear evidence that they had originally written down Cinderella's Royal Table, I did restore the points to them. And also the I uh, gave some extra points to the first team. Calling that out, I usually don't do that kind of stuff, but since this was an AI written question and like, you know, a fuck up of my own design, I felt that it was only <laughs> fair to uh, to reward them for pointing that out. So big rip. Those are best worst answers of the week. Good times. Yeah. Been a, been a long time since we dusted that bad boy off. Yeah, there were some I requests. Wish- <clears throat> so uh, I, I made an extra effort here to like really look through the answer sheets and see what uh, what some folks said. Had written down. Sometimes we don't get any funny answers, but this past week there happened to be a few good ones, including uh, Olaf's Frozen Carrot Dick Cafe. That's my best worst answer of the week, I think, since it actually gave yeah. me a chuckle when I was scoring. It's always good. A lot of people think they're funny and they're not, including mm-hmm. myself. <laughs> All right. How about uh, we get into our second round? Oh, yeah. I got a question about art movements for you. Art movements, mm-hmm. bowel movements, art movements. You got all the same movements thing. Today. <laughs> same Famous farts, thing. famous arts. What French architecture and design movement flourished in the U.S. and across Europe in the 1920s and 1930s? What? That's it? <laughs> what French architecture and design movement flourished in the U.S. and across Europe in the 1920s and 1930s? Um, man, I don't know anything about fucking design and shit. I'm going to say art deco. Is that a thing? I'm going to say art deco. No, hold on. Do I want to say art nouveau? Nouveau is French. I'm going to say art nouveau. Mark, that is indeed French, but art deco is also French and the correct answer. Motherfucker. You were unsuccessful. In and you know, and I should have stuck with it because deco probably means decoration. It's uh, uh, art 
decoratifs. So yeah, I think oh, it's uh, decoratifs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically oui. art decoration. Yep. God damn! What a fuck up. So close. So close. Yet so far. Here is your next question. The Hongi. Oh, I hope I'm saying that right. The Hongi, H-O-N-G-I, which is performed by two people pressing their noses together, is a traditional greeting by what indigenous people? The Hongi, H-O-N-G-I, which is performed by two people pressing their noses together, is a traditional greeting by what indigenous people? Hmm. Hmm. Um, well, I think that's that's a behavior that I've heard referred to as an Eskimo kiss. Um, I don't know that if Eskimos, are, if that's a general term for a, a, a bunch of indigenous cultures, or if it is just one in and of itself, but I'm, I'm not sure uh, what the what the subcultures would be if, if they were. So I'm going to go with Eskimo. Sorry, that's incorrect. The correct answer is the Maori. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The Hungi. The the Hungi. 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 Okay. Hungi. H O N G I. They get all close. Mm-hmm. Put their noses together. I like it. That's very intimate. I, I was yeah. I mean, you're not. I mean, there's you know no penetration or anything, but almost kissing. You're, yeah, you're you're almost kissing. Can we press noses? Sure. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> oh, right now. Okay. How romantic. That felt amazing. All right, we're on Zoom, by the way, <laughs> but we did do it. Star Trek, your next question. In 2013's Star Trek Into Darkness, which Star Trek main character is killed by the villainous Khan? In 2013's Star Trek Into Darkness, which Star Trek main character is killed by the villainous Khan? Well, I know famously William Shatner yells Khan. Which would lead me to believe that it's probably him, or it's probably Spock, since they were tight. Con! I'm going to say Captain James Kirk. That's correct. Oof, thank God. Yes, in the original 1982 Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan... Spock is the one that dies, but they flipped it in the J.J. Abrams uh, 2013 movie and made Kirk the one. That was a three-pointer at my quiz, so an easy question that only 6% of my teams got right. So you are in rarefied air, my friend. Hell yeah. Got him. Got him. Nailed it. Are you ready for your next question from me? I am. Truly? Yes. Where is the axillary temperature taken? If you're getting your temperature taken, it's mm-hmm. axillary temperature. 
Where mm-hmm. is it being taken? I think that the uh, I think axillary might refer to the arms. So I'm going to say under the armpit. That's correct. Armpit is correct. All right. A lot of people not Feeling knowing that. Successful. A lot of people guessing butt. Yeah, that was successful. <laughs> no, they got Since another you didn't name really, for that. You didn't really suss. You just kind of knew it. Oh, that was a but very okay. quick suss in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Instant suss. I said one thing. Okay. A Judaism question for you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Not a fan Uh-oh. of this? You got something you need Jews. to come clean with here on the air? <laughs> no, no. I just uh, don't know much about religious I be- religious oh, okay. stuff, I think. All right. Here's your question. Seeking- I love a Jew. Thank you. I know you do. It's you me. me. Of course I know. It's me. <laughs> of course I know. Seeking to explore mystical aspects of the Torah, the Zohar is the foundational text of which philosophy in Judaism? Seeking to explore mystical aspects of the Torah, the Zohar is the foundational text of which philosophy in Judaism? Don't mess with the Zoharism. Um, mystical Jews. No affiliation to Mystical the Rapper. I wish there was, though. Um, I have, dude, I have no clue. Um, and I know you were kind of highlighting some words to kind of give me a hint, but I'm afraid it didn't do much for me. Um, why am I even sussing? It's not going to be successful. Um, I will say, I, I don't even know what the fuck to guess. I don't even know a funny answer. Um, let me give you one final hint just okay. to give you something, a branch to hang off of here. Uh, this was a school of philosophy that pop singer Madonna was once uh, publicized and exploring. <sighs> that sounds a little familiar, but I still don't think I know it. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't even have an answer. <laughs> Kabbalah. Oh, is that what that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is the uh, the school of philosophy inside Judaism to explore the mystical aspects. Uh, some, I guess, the far fetched claims and how they might uh, how many they might work. Actually, I don't really know. I've not read the Zohar, but Kabbalah is the school of thought that studies that. Do I have one more question? You do. What word for a small human development? comes from the diminutive of an old French word that means a little village. What word for a small human development comes from the diminutive of an old French word that means little village. And I will, I will give you the hint now that in the classifications for human developments, this is right underneath village. I believe a village. I believe is even smaller than a town and smaller than a city. So what's smaller than a village? And it's taken, it's taken from the diminutive of an old French word. Meaning decorative. No, my rap name is little village. (laughs) Um, not sure if this is the right answer or not, but there's one that is coming to mind. I'm going to go with it. 
Hamlet. Hamlet is correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. Man, you're killing it this round. You're killing it this this episode. I'm feeling it, man. Yeah. I'm feeling it. All right. Well, so that's, in your oats. That's three and three. I'm feeling very successful this episode. <clears throat> there you go. Okay. Let's take a little break, and okay. then we'll come back with a rate my question and our final questions. Ooh, ooh. We're back, and it's time for a rate my question. Wait, my question. Oh, I wonder how that came through on the uh, on the Discord. On oh, Zoom, it sounds well, totally sure. fucked up. Yeah, I'm sure it all does. All right, we got uh, a note here from Miles Amarau oh. from Halifax. He writes, "Hello, gents. Hi. Here is a medical instruments question for your rating pleasure." Ooh. Okay. Sometimes referred to as, quote, medical worry beads or the endocrine rosary, the orchido, the or, orchidometer or orchidometer. <coughs> O-R, I don't know how to pronounce this. O-R-C-H-I-D-O-M-E-T-E-R. Don't look that up because it'll give you the answer. Orchidometer. Probably. Orchidometer. Probably. The orchidometer is a medical instrument used to measure the volume of what? Testicles. Sometimes it's referred to as medical worry beads or the endocrine rosary. The orchidometer is a medical instrument used to measure the volume of what? Because orchidism or um what is it? There's there's been there have been a couple of questions about <clears throat> stuff with orchid in the in the name and it means mm-hmm. testicles so you think medical worry beads well i mean what are the, you <laughs> the question is the the mm-hmm. orchidometer is used to measure, measure the volume the vol- of yeah. what the endocrine rosary is is the testes part of the endocrine system i, guess I know so. that's a system in the human body yeah I'm not sure to be honest. I'm totally going off of the the orchid thing. Is the endocrine system a hormone thing? Yeah, I think so. Well, that sounds right. Maybe it is testes or testicles. Some, something orchidism um, means to have like three testicles. Poly, polyorchidism or something mm. like that. We've had a question. Oh. Anyway, it's nuts. The medical worry beads thing is just throwing me off a little bit. Well, I mean, worry beads is probably something because it's down by your fucking dingus and you're fucking down by your floppy boys and yeah. you're scared. I'd be worried. Putting those fucking things down by my things. Used maybe to they, measure maybe the volume. Like, how did, How would they do that? I'm, I'm, See, <laughs> here's my thinking. My thinking is these things go inside of you and they're maybe like inflated or something to figure out the volume. Okay. You're grossing me the fuck out first of all. I mean, semen tests and stuff. That's all, you know, they, they study the byproduct there 
or the product if i guess if that's your main goal um you know like motility and sperm morphology and stuff you gotta like uh you know go in a cup and then they they take a look at that they can buy my product if they want to you know what i'm saying but if if they're looking at the volume of that like what are they going to do like is it a tape measure they just put it around your sack and say we have this math equation now you've got a you know circumference of i don't know 25 centimeters it, it might it's be different size balls, kind of like, um, kind of like there's different size cups uh, for uh, you know if you're baking, you know, and they go, oh no, this these these balls don't fit around your testicle to know the size of it. Maybe it's these ones, and they put it around there like those little fucking balls that you. What do they call those things? The the meditation balls. Oh yeah. Uh, what are contact those juggling. I don't know. <laughs> They're named after some dude or some shit. Fushigi. <clears throat> uh, David Bowie had that in Labyrinth, right? But not the, not the, you know, there's ones that like go ding, clang. They like mm-hmm. clang and stuff when you're doing them. They used right. to have some. Benoit balls, or is that something to do with vagina strength? Oh, I don't know. I'll look That's at it after you're done with this. Anyway, I'm willing to bet it's testicles. Okay. You sure it's not I'll something bet, like a I'll bladder? Bet my or testicles on that. Mark. I mean, or don't do that. <laughs> don't bet your testicles. What if you're wrong? Well, don't really take them. What's the question one more time? Sometimes referred to as medical worry beads or the endocrine rosary. Okay. So to me, like uh, worry beads and a rosary. You like rub those, right? When you want like the strength of God to back you up when you're worried. Don't think too hard on this. So that's the first part. Sometimes it's referred well, why to these. Are they- sometimes it's referred to these th- mm-hmm. as these things. What? The orchidometer is a medical instrument used to measure volume. What? You know, you know what that is. I, that is where you're hanging your hat. That's where I'm hanging my nuts. Yeah, on the on the back end of this question. But I'm, I'm hanging saying my the fat sack on that. I don't know if the first half of this question lines up, but. You sound pretty confident. I'll I'll go with you here. Okay. Do not Let's, do me like you do, Kyle. Well, that sounds weird. Do not <laughs> do not. I'm telling you, I feel very strongly about this. If you go off and do some other shit like bladder, and you get it fucking wrong, you're going to be beating yourself up. You're right about that. You know that I I usually don't. I'm not. I I try not to be very like sure, unless mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. And when I've been wrong. It's usually when I'm like, I don't know. I'm guessing here. This I feel pretty confident on. Well, I'm glad with I went with you because testicles is correct. There you go. There you are. Chart. Oh, look at those boys. So Man, I guess they just put it up next nuts. to you. <laughs> are you a size six today? Are you a size eight? I stay the a size or- 12. was introduced 12 in 19- wide. Thank you very much. In 1960s. Oh, look, the largest one is 25. I don't know if that's centimeters, but that's funny. I picked that number. (laughs) The orchidometer was introduced in 1966 by Swiss pediatric endocrinologist Andrea Prater of the University of Zurich. It consists of a string of 12 numbered wooden or plastic beads, increasing sizes from 1 to 25 milliliters, not centimeters. I guess, yeah, that's not even a volume. Centimeter. <laughs> Doctors sometimes informally refer to them as Prater's balls, <laughs> okay. medical worried beads, or the endocrine rosary. I guess because they're all arranged on a string like this. 
So there you go. Then they're beads. You're All right. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Now we got to rate this question. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a, uh, I'll give it an A plus. Um, I like the hint. Um, yeah, I liked it. Me too. I'm, I'm going to give this full pibs, all caps. I think this is a great question. I wouldn't change a damn thing about it. Nice and lean. Mm -hmm. Ready to take out on the road. It's got multiple hints. Um, you were able to suss it based on with the, even without the hints, you would have been able to get this. So it's definitely sussable. Yeah. And, uh, it's definitely interesting. And medical trivia is one of the more popular categories that I have. There so, you go. Full pibs from me. Good job, full Miles. Pibs. Yeah. Great job, Miles. You'd like to write us with a rate my question or rate us with a write my question. Please do so at nononsensetrivia.gmail.com or call us at 1-929-356-6966 or find us on social media. Lee, the time has come for your last question. I'm ready. What car company was named for the founder of Detroit, Michigan? Hmm. What car company was named for the founder of Detroit, Michigan? Car company. The founder of Detroit. Detroit. Well, there are a number of uh, car companies that have either existed or still exist in Detroit. The automotive capital of the world. Does it still have that distinction? Or have those companies fired too many people and outsourced too many jobs? Probably that. They probably kept the title. The automotive capital, car capital of the world. And are just clinging on to that. Um, hmm. Henry Ford. Chrysler. Good old John General Motors. Um, not Cadillac. It's a bunch of European and Japanese car companies. I don't think it's any of those. Obviously I'll go with Chrysler. The name of the founder of Detroit, Michigan is Antoine de la Mothe Cadillac. Cadillac. Oh, wow. Is the correct answer. And actually, the Cadillac crest is based on his coat of arms, the Cadillac. Wow. I had no idea that was a name. Well, now you do. Huh. Very interesting. Okay. Yeah. It is pretty interesting, actually. <sighs> All right. I think <laughs> I thought Cadillac, but I moved past it and went back to Chrysler, but that's yeah. not important. Now. Hey, not look, it happens. I have a question about uh, animals for you, Mark, for my final question, specifically the noble rabbit. Mm. Oh, you're talking about the main meat in uh, a little stew that we like to call Hassenpfeffer. That's the one. Okay. In order to ensure maximum nutrition from their food, rabbits utilize a special part of their stomach to digest what part 
of their regular diet. In order to ensure maximum nutrition from their food, rabbits utilize a special part of their stomach to digest what part of their regular diet? I don't know if I under, <clears throat> understand the, the question, the answer that you're looking for. What, so like an answer like grass what, or meat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What, what do rabbits regularly eat that they need to utilize a special part of their stomach to digest? In order to ensure maximum nutrition from their food. Um, well, we've got rabbits all around here. You ever see them munching down? Yeah, I do. Some mornings, three to five out in my yard. And they're munching on grass. What else do they eat? Probably carrots. Um, <clears throat> Maxi, man, what a weird, what a twisted question. Um, so they have a special spot, a spot in their stomach to maximize the nutritional value of something they eat. I guess I'm going to yes. say grass. No, I'm sorry. They use their uh, main part of their stomach for that. In order to ensure maximum nutrition, they have a special part of their stomach that is designed to uh, process their own feces. Poop is the answer. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. So rabbits actually have two types of poop. They have uh, poop that has all of the nutrition exhausted. True poop is what I would call it. Mm, And then they have have these other... uh, half poops where uh, there's still a little bit something there. <laughs> so mm. they go back for seconds, eat their own poop that then becomes the true poop on the second way out. So there you go. They are much grosser um, than I ever thought. And now, yeah. I'm so about think it. about that next time you're having some Haas and Pfeffer. Yeah. I what will, are you I eating? Guess. <laughs> Double poop. Yeah, I well, they got to clear that out, huh? Yeah, they probably clean the animal, I imagine, before they put in the stew. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. They better. Mark, what a fantastic episode. We, we covered it all. A pleasure as always. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what to say um, other than thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, we'll, we'll tell our listeners, get your flu shots. Yeah. It's a nasty season right now. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is dastardly. And uh I did mention at the beginning of the episode, I was very sick, but he kind of flew right over me talking about it. But I was, uh, I was, I was not, I was not happy. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better now. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you're feeling better. I'm feeling a little bit better. I actually uh, got my flu shot last Thursday and uh, it wasn't too bad. You know, the side effects, I had a little arm soreness, but uh, then I caught a cold. And I was pissed because they don't make Oops. a cold shot. Yeah. <laughs> so I got, it wasn't too bad though. Just a little sinus congestion, but I'm feeling a little bit better. Thanks. It'll find its way to you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please join us every Friday morning for a new episode by subscribing to no nonsense trivia podcast on your favorite podcast platform. You can support the no, no in several ways. The easiest by sharing this episode on your social media accounts with your friends. 
could also leave us a written review on your favorite podcast platform. And you could support the podcast on Patreon by visiting our website, thenono.com, clicking the support link at the top, which will take you to our Patreon page. Thank you to our Patreon supporters for helping us out with the show, including a big thank to our Quiz Danny's Motor Liquor, a.k.a. Blake, Brandon Long, Adam Volk at Esma and Redcrest Kitchen, Tim with Pat's Garden Service, Tommy, and Gil. It's Gil. Our team captains, Matt, Mo, Rick G, Skyler, Kristen, Fletcher, Lydia, OG, Aaron, and DHX3. Thanks to our proverbial light keepers, Stephen Day, Cy, Sam, Caitlin, Mike K, Adam, Cole, Frank, Trent, Grant, Rob, Captain Nick Williams, Kate, Rachel, Moo, Tim Gomez, a.k.a. Mappy1984, Lucas, Carly, Sarah, Cooper, Matthew, Spencer, Lisa, Ryan, Adam, John, Lewis, Nabil, Ricky F, Justin P, Justin Prater Balls, and Justin M. Justin Maori Nose Kiss. And thanks to our Rumble Snailskin, Seth, Littlest of Lambs, Cameron, On Kiki, Clay, Ian, Andrea, Aleo, Tim, Binsky, Nathan, Issa, Kara, Megan, Christopher, Brandon, Ed, Dylan, Sarah, Fox and Five, Laurel, Aaron, H-Bomb, Lauren, MJ, Steven, Kenya, Dallas, and all my favorite things from the screen, Allison, Paige, Kevin, Sarah, Alex, and Mike J. If you'd like to write us with a Rate My Question... Or rate us with a write my question. Or a missed correction or even just a little no 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 nonsense trivia at gmail.com is the email address. Or you can call us at 1929-356-6966. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at No Nonsense Trivia and on Twitter at No Non Trivia. And if you'd like to hang out with us throughout the week, we have a Discord channel you can join. Just check the show notes for that. We also have a Facebook group. The link for that is also in the show notes. Or you can just go on Facebook and search for the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast to join us there. And finally, please, I'm begging you, don't forget to leave us a rating on your favorite podcast service. Five stars only, please. Until next time, No Nonsense listeners. Have a great week.